Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. 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 This season, it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be f-ing great? Shabelka. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good combination. Shabelka. Back for Shabelka. He'll see that shit. What a goal. Oh, boy. And he dips the old on your bike. I want you to take the field and remember two things tonight. Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our conference. It's Philly or nothing. Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite Philadelphia Union podcast. If you still listen to those... At this point, I, I guess if you still support the union, yeah, well, we'll talk about it. Hiya, uh, I'm your host, is mathematically proven to be most of the time, Evan Valella, with a twist. We'll get back to that. Uh, gang's all here. Justin Ashcraft's here. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. Well, I mean, I'm Good. I'm great because of my general naivety to what happened. Better than the rest of us. Better That's than the rest sure. of us. I'm better than the rest of us. Yeah, why don't we just go ahead and introduce what this little uh, well, this well, little he still has to introduce yeah. people. Yeah, because uh, I, I just want to make it because too. apparently he just wants to get right into it. Chuck Booth's here. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rare, rarefied air for you, by the way, than to not be the last person introduced on this podcast. It has been a while, but I, I think guess, so. I guess since um, Justin reamed you out last podcast for your intro, yep. you decided that you were going to start with me. Well, and Paul clearly didn't want to be introduced, so here we are. I mean, nah, I'm good. Introducing, do you do you even want me to? Paul Katrina's here. Hi everyone, <laughs> how's it going? Um, yeah, so let's talk about it. Last week, if you listened, uh, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, uh, here's what you missed. Last week, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I hello, hi. This is the four of us. This is what happens. Uh, last week, I made the uh, air maybe in in retrospect the great decision of deciding we had played the revolution so many times this year that the only thing that i would know going into this podcast more or less is the scoreline uh which is held mostly true i haven't watched any of the highlights of the game i haven't seen any action of the game whatsoever i've in fact logged into twitter i think twice and one of those times was to put notifications back on um which by the way some y'all should try that in general because it's great Oh, it's so refreshing. So good. Just turn them off. You don't need yeah. them. You know? Um, so, I know that in the most Philly sports fashion, the Union lost the playoff game to a team that they've handled, uh, by and large, up and down, homer away, six times this year, by the score of two to nothing. Um, former Bethlehem Steel, current team-to-be-determined defender, A.J. Patterson, at one point, texted me, bruh, and then, uh... So I know the Bills happened relatively early in the game, but I don't know really what happened. So can can we put that on a plaque, just like a a, a, a quote plaque, just yeah. bruh, and then ugh underneath it? Yeah, I think we can. Only if you That's put awesome. Derek Jones' tweet with it. What was DJ's tweet? Oh yeah, just laughing. Oh, a laughing laughing emoji. I mean, okay, bruv. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two or three of them, I believe. I don't think it was even just one emoji. Mm. Yeah, mm. as if it was triple funny. He tripled up on that. the emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, I don't think Derek Jones would have changed the course of this game that I haven't seen, but that's nice. Uh, he may so, have he playing would. in his in a certain position for someone who is potentially playing with a Derek torn Jones would not MCL. The, the, this game oh. at all? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, wait. Back nah. me up. What did I miss yeah. already? He still only no, no, started. Guys, what, did he I, still, what did I miss? He still only started nine games for Nashville. Let's yeah, I, yeah. Let's I, temper this. Yeah, I mean, I know they beat Toronto, so at least that's my that's my silver lining here. By the way, because I know everybody's mad on the internet. Is that like at least we might get lost in the shuffle a little bit because Nashville beat Toronto? No, it's mostly just people ripping on Philadelphia and Toronto now. It's kind of a package deal. Okay. Like yeah, you fought I mean. for the best team, sure, you sure. fought for the best regular season title, and you both just <laughs> flipping lost in the first round. Yeah. Well, Evan. So based on what you know, I mean, obviously you don't know much, but based on what you know, what do you think happened in this game? Well, um, if it's anything like the other six games that have mattered that the Union needed to win, they came out really flat and then, like, looked better, but Check. it wasn't enough. No. Oh, oh, no. They never, they never looked better. No. <laughs> yeah. Guys, no. Really? All right. Oh, that's so, upsetting. Uh, okay. Some, yeah, yeah. So lay it on me, please. I think Paul has to go because if he doesn't, he's going to then just steamroll all of us. Yeah. So yeah, Paul, by all means, Paul. get it. Get it uh, take the floor, sir. Um, I'll quote actually our Justin Ashcraft. If Mark McKenzie attempts one more line splitting pass that goes straight to a defender, I swear on my God. Wow. And there was nothing followed after that. I mean, that's um, big for so, Justin anyway. So I, I guess yeah, that. genuinely, because <laughs> yeah. I could sense the frustration. I, think I just said um, I swear, but hey, man, we'll go with it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Jose Martinez played the game with a partially torn MCL, but no one seemed to notice that, and just ripped him anyway. So he came out at halftime. Ripped him like he ripped Uh, his MCL? Yes. Okay. And who who would you guess got subbed in if you're taking Martinez off at halftime? Oh, 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 um, and both goals happened in the first half. Can I get... So you're down to nothing at halftime. Do I get... (laughs) I have two trains of thought. Do I get to have both? (sighs) Born Cravall. Yeah, this isn't hard. No. No. Okay, was it Elsinio? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going with either that we're going to go for the curtain. defensive substitution <laughs> or we're going for the stupid offensive substitution. I mean, yeah. what, let's backtrack for a second because yes. when Elsinio did come on, yep, yep, yep. he was probably the only Union attacker attacking. attacking. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. There was two players that looked decent to me in this game. Mm. Okay. And one was Elsinio. Oh, boy. The other was Ray Gaddis. Oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah. Can oh, you no. imagine Guys, this, Evan? Great. This game finished, and I looked at the team and said, Kai Wagner was the worst fullback on the field on either side oh. of the ball. Guys, what? Oh, no. Well, I mean, Tishon and Ray Gaddis played the game. The and Ray Gaddis had to get subbed out because. Yeah. I, we liked it. And, yeah. and to add to that comment, we, in the second half, got full commentary on what Dewan Jones was doing on the field from Bruce Arena on the sidelines <laughs> via the field mics. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, like, what? Bruce Arena yelling the field mics was... really close to Bruce Arena. Well, and sure. There were multiple times where he was, like, yelling at Dewan Jones because Ilsenio was just owning Dewan Jones oh. in the second half. 
but oh. yeah, it wasn't really enough because. Kind of didn't matter. They already had nine winning. guys behind the ball besides him. It's like, oh no, you got beaten one on one. Too bad you're running into was another it, was brick it wall. Your vintage Bruce Arena, let's score quick and then bunker kind of thing. Oh, he changed his tactic as soon as the second goal went in. Yeah, well, like as, as soon as that second goal I mean, went can't in, bl- can't blame him. No, they, not really. sure. I mean, I oh my god, no, they did the same thing. They pressed high to start the game. The Union uh-huh. played into uh-huh. their hands with turnovers. Goals went in from Busca and Buchanan and. Uh-huh. Goals should have went in from Gill, and uh, here we are. Oh boy! I will say mm-hmm. okay. So and like, Andre. Oh, oh, I must say Andre Blake did actually have a pretty solid performance. Well, I wouldn't have expected e- him to make either of those saves. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and he wouldn't have made the save on heel either if heel had actually got it under the crossbar. But to back up, the first five minutes of the game. I thought the union came out great. Yeah, it, uh, they forced okay. four they turnovers in those line. five minutes. They forced a couple turnovers. Brendan Aronson got back behind the defense at one point and hit a semi-okay cross to Montero. Who he that was a dime. That was not a semi-okay cross. That was a pretty damn good back. It was a skipping cross. It you know skipping. those are hard, but like still Montero, Mont- you're Montero a DP. Ha- I mean, you put that on net. You put From that inside on inside the net. six, Montero put it about... 10 feet above the crossbar. Mm. So I don't really know how that was going to go. Sure, sure. How the complexion of the game could have changed. Oh, yeah. If that ball had been... That's what I was thinking the rest of the night. If that ball goes in the back of the net, we're up 1-0. We're high-flying. So it was was just kind of a weird first half hour. No. No. That was the first, like, 15 minutes of the game. And, and then about 15 minutes into the game, New England got a hold of the game. Okay. Because, uh, let's see, Martinez, Montero, McKenzie. I think Glessis uh, was okay. Okay. Yeah, Glessis was okay. Yeah. I'm trying to – hold on. Montero – well, no, Montero, McKenzie, Aronson, and Martinez. The four of them, and Bedoya to some extent – had no ability to pass or hang on to the ball once it was in their possession last night. Weird. I Like, the four of them just could not. Huh. Bedoya was a little bit better than the four of them. But, but McKenzie just, like I said, McKenzie kept trying to pass from himself to Shabilko, who wasn't moving a bit, and Santos, who could never find himself in a good position. Mm. But he was trying to pass directly to either one of them. But every time, it was going straight to a defender. So it was a lot of a couple guys trying way too hard to make something happen. Yeah, and you know, honestly, like, credit... I will give Mark McKenzie the benefit of the doubt of, hey, no one else is going to try to grab this game by the neck. Mm. Maybe I'll give it a shot, you know? Obviously, the passing was not great, but I do have to credit that to Bruce Arena's... uh, God... Being compact, keeping their shape, really just forcing the union to have to possess the ball and beat them one on one. Like yeah. every single move had to be that. Anytime any of those four midfielders in the diamond were getting that ball, they were approached and there was no outlet for them to go forward. Because they don't have creative they don't have very creative dribblers except for El Sino. And like like Justin was saying, everything that was going down the flank and could have been a potentially good cross was on El Sino's side with Ray Gaddis there, too. Mm. Like, 
This, all right, so I'll, I'll give you guys a reference for this. My dad, my dad. is a very angry sports guy okay. when his teams are doing bad. He is notorious for throwing remotes at our wall like in Penn State games and Eagles games yep. and Sixers games. That's just the way he is. need to talk to somebody? Uh, no. Because <laughs> okay. it's not... It's not bad. Sure. Like sure. He, it's, but that it's, is a very normal experience for people to have. But it's negative. So I got a text from my mother mm. that read, hold on, let me just pull it up here. I quote, your father ruined the new paint. Tell that Martinez guy to get off the field. Ooh. Yeah, just nip down the Subaru real quick and tell Jose to get off the field. I, you know, because they're assuming that I was at the game. Oh. oh. And... I was not. And even then, yeah. with the press pass, yep. can't really I'm go. not getting anywhere close. I'm yeah. not getting anywhere close to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to reference, yeah. And to reference Paul's comment earlier, I have no idea what Kai Wagner was doing last night. Mm. No, I, not as He was in Europe player. already. Oh, boy. Ooh, Evan, that... did you happen to see the quotes that uh, went through in Kicker Magazine? On Kai Wagner's Instagram. Did you happen to Instagram see those? That he Kai Wagner did times. a little interview with a German magazine yes. and basically said, Hey, I'm 24. I feel great. I'm ready for a move. Yes. I want to go to the I, Bundesliga. I, I want to go to that Spain. Was, or I want to go to the Premier League. That was of my embargo. So I did, I did see that he is... Uh ready for the next challenge and apparently there's some teams in europe that are ready to give it to so and so instead guess, of maybe not now but well instead eh. of playing like someone who feels like they deserve that next challenge and yes. are showing why they need that yes. next challenge because these teams are definitely watching big games mm-hmm. as brendan aronson was basically signed solely off of the mls's back tournament yeah um he instead turned in the worst performance of his union career to date. Sure, sure. So I guess my, my question um, is, did the union play like there was a bunch of guys on that team that know something that we don't right now? By uh, Alejandro Bedoya's quote at the end of the game? Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Okay. So is that a reason maybe to not be... Hmm. What? I was going to say, is that maybe a reason to not be so frustrated at the club, but is that also a way to be a little bit bitter about how guys are going to leave? It's going it, to... This game is going to affect a lot of things in that locker room, mm-hmm. whether people want to believe it or not. Sure. Because this looked like a squad of... How many ever people came into that game besides Anthony Fontana and obviously Elsino put in that work mm-hmm. anytime mm-hmm. that had themselves a glorious time celebrating a trophy, mm-hmm. really took it in, really embraced the moment, and then said, fuck all. So, coming from a very different angle than Paul, um, this is this game showed exactly why the team that wins Supporter Shield doesn't win MLS Cup. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, because, sure, yeah. Yes, they were definitely celebrating. Yeah. Yes, the 16-day gap between their last competitive match and this match mm-hmm. ended up with them being rusty as hell and not ready to go into this game. But then, also, mm-hmm. I, if I was Jim Curtin... 
after what Kai was doing, Matt Rail would have started this game. Mm. Martino yeah. shouldn't have started this game. And you know what? If he did. had done that before the game and didn't even preface it with anything, I wouldn't have batted an eye. Mm. I wouldn't have. <sighs> I really... I, no. Genuinely, do, because we we knew before this game that this Kai Wagner stuff was going on, and I think any person who is awake and alive on the Twitter sphere would not have questioned it at all, because it was it was evident he was he was not just like he didn't miss tackles, he didn't try on tackles. Like there is a glaring difference. I have played defense. I know when no. you're checked out man there was not well and and like to to that extent i think kai wagner what he's contributed to the team more than anything over the course of the season was he's been swinging balls into the box putting balls right on casper's head you know all this kind of stuff there was not a single swing dangerous ball into the box all night long Mm -hmm. like and he had he had the ball out there at times or opportunities that he could have made one quick move on a defender and sent the ball into the box um it there was just yeah it was just i mean so it it's it's a team that played like there was uh, well one for sure we'll call it four guys that knew they weren't going to be there come january 1st mhm i think it's to me was it was a, it a a little bit of unprofessionalism perhaps do we do I, we call it that I would like to just say that the the whole the whole me saying fuck all thing I I, I walk it back to an extent and say this this no, no I, I understand your laughter Chuck because obviously I'm the guy who will just say something and not think about right, it right, right. but this is genuinely what I believe here is that this became a mentality thing where they about 90% of the guys on this team have no prior experience having to win a trophy in the middle of a season and then having the mindset to actually finish out that campaign. There's not a whole lot of proven winners on that team that know how to, you know, handle two or three separate tournaments, actually win one, and then know how to come back and say, like, we're resetting. This is a brand new season that's okay. happening right now. You know right who now. that's down to? Yeah, uh, it would be the coach of the year. Mm. Because, Evan, there were two subs made in the 62nd minute of this game. Ooh, ooh. I want you to guess who went off and who came on. Hold on one second. Let me just... Okay. All right, go ahead. Guess now. Uh, Stone cold. Um, I feel like on's going to be easier than off. Uh, Fontana? No. Nope. Really? Oh, Not the first one. Andrew Wooten? No, nope. correct. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> Did Warren come in? What? Nope. I, incorrect. Nope. What the hell? <laughs> someone I'll put a striker came on and someone came into midfield. <laughs> that should be. Come on, Matt. There's only like four strikers. But on don't the team, worry. We'll say. Oh, okay. So, so my boy, big wavy Corey Burke came on. Yes, of okay. course. And there was another one that happened at the same time. Midfield. Midfield. I'm down by two goals. <laughs> no. yeah, maybe no. maybe don't think but rationally about this one. Down by two goals at midfield. Did Mo come back for a 30-minute appearance? Yes. All right. Great. 
We can move on. Great. No, seriously. Try to honestly. I, like, really, I, you're I, I withering. Honestly, you are withering we'll, on options. I mean, we'll, ju- we'll just give give you the who came yeah. on because the who came off is just as head scratchable. All right. Um, yeah. Lay it on me. Jack Elliott. Really. Jack Elliott and Corey Burke came in for. Yeah, Jack I, Elliott mm. came on down two goals. I mean, like to not the, play center back. Well, the so the only thing that I could even remotely think is if you're getting a lot of set pieces and you want another body in there, nope. you bring on Jack Elliott. But even then, this team. Okay, so I, I will preface it with well, this: New England, ignoring that too. Also, New England was getting a lot of call. Like a, there was an absurd amount of whistles, okay. and I can honestly say that a, that officiating crew not great. Not great. Okay. At least it was even. They did not, not lose I mean, the union not, this game. Not Orlando City, pal. Um, and yeah. and also, if you were going along what you're thinking about with set plays, yeah. you wouldn't have taken off one of the players who went off in this game. Casper. Casper stayed on. Casper should have the gone entire off, time, but he stayed on. I will get to Casper later. You should be able to guess which striker went off just because of the fact Corey that he hasn't played. Video. More than seventy minutes all year. That's fair. Okay, so yeah. so it was Burke for Santos. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jack Elliott came in for one midfielder was already subbed at half and and right. Martinez. Yeah, so which would have been like the logical. There are three well, other midfielders who could have come off at that point. Uh, who came off? Oh man, who's on first? I mean, <laughs> you don't sub Ali in this game, right? You don't. Nope. Yeah, it's just not an option. You should have, but you don't. Well, yeah. I don't think you should have, but I—I I mean, and then you don't—you don't ship out Vunderkind. You do. You do. Oh, you do. You do. On his oh, final, you do. On his potential what? final. Jack game. Elliott for Brendan Aronson. No, shut up! Really? Yep. <laughs> Hi. Why would you do that? <laughs> and then I don't know. You wait, wait, call, wait, wait, let wait, me call Jim real quick and let's find out. Yes. Like what weird what formation did they end up playing when that when same that formation? Uh, they went always. to a four two three one to start off, and then they made a and they made another sub and adjusted to a three four three. It was not so a three four three. When when Jack Elliott never it, hold on, was hold on, an hold on, hold on, hold on, Justin. Yes. When Martinez came off yep. and Elsinio came in, yep. Bedoya dropped back to the six, uh-huh. and then and then Elsinio played on the right. Uh-huh. And then when Jack Elliott came on, he came in at the six. Brendan uh, and um, Mont- sort Montero. of Ilsenio just roamed then at okay. that point, and Bedoya went back out to the right a little bit. But so did um, you? So okay, when when so you didn't really have a ten on the field at that point because you have basically three eights and a wandering. When the when the double midfielder. switch happened, did you essentially have like two attacking midfielders with Montero and um No, that wouldn't even Ilsenia. make sense. Nope. No, Montero basically played the eight all night long. He didn't really get into the attack at all. But like I see you, you holding your hands over your face so Evan. Confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you wait uh what was it, seven minutes after that and you bring on finally bring on anthony fontana and who puts in a good cross immediately and you take off your best fullback in ray goddess what (laughs) wait i'm sorry so you what Guys, come on the substitutions were like what is happening i would like to take a second to just say that evan's reactions show how great this exercise was 
Yes, it was, for sure. I... Okay. All right, so Evan, let me ask you this now. Yeah. Knowing all this information, sure. do you revoke the Coach of the Year award? Like, you can't do that, right? <laughs> like, you can't, do, you can't do that. Okay, but would you do that? Coach of the Year does not equal Coach no, of the Year. No, 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 no. Because I, I, think, I think two things can be true. I, I think you can still say that over the course of the MLS regular season, Jim Curtin was the best coach in the league. Agreed. And I also think you can say Jim Curtin still doesn't know how to substitute players. I, For I think, sure. and, and I think, I think, would that not qualify as a no, key no, role no, 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 or no, a key factor can, in giving a, a coach of the year? Not necessarily. The regular season and the playoffs are completely a completely different beast. I, I think okay. the regular season, even the Open Cup and the playoffs, are a completely different beast. I think I would get, be more content with giving the Philadelphia Union the Team of the Year yeah, award, I, well, I, and not but even. I, but I think. <laughs> I think you can manage a group of players. Clearly, you can manage a group of players, and you can manage a group of personalities, and you can have guys that want to run through a brick wall for you for 30, for whatever it is, games. And you can do really well in a regular season, and you can turn your home into a fortress. And then, when you have to get it really right, and you're a very, by the numbers, I have option A, and I have nothing else, coach... And that doesn't work during the playoffs. That's a lot worse than it is in the regular season. Yes, I, I don't think week in week out. If this happened in a in a weird hypothetical world in the sixth week of the MLS season against Montreal at home, we'd be like, "Well, that was really stupid." You'd be like, "Oh, that was weird," but I don't think you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life." When you have three chances to figure out how to either tie a game or stop the opposition or, or both or whatever you're trying to do and you don't get those right in a go-home game, that's really bad. Yeah, and, I and don't for think, the record, I, don't I am not calling you... for Jim Curtin to lose his award. I'm referencing other stupid mm-hmm. people that's online. Fair. I, I don't it, think so. that makes you a, 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 a bad coach. I think that means we need to find you an assistant that can go. Hey, which I what feel if we like do this, this, and this. Which I feel like we're also on record already saying this because oh, this, this is been... nothing new about Jim Curtin. No, no, no. This is like sure. my gripe yeah. with with Jim Curtin is that I don't mind that he is a option A, no other option coach. That's just not going to help you when the playoffs are not a. You can just be like good consistently. And, and get by or do very well on your consistency and hoping this that is, other teams fuck it. This is also what sucks when Jay Sugarman won't fund you with a f- proper designated but player. I don't even know if it's that. But this ah, team took... It doesn't help. Still, it, it, listen, it doesn't help. I, but when you're bringing in took, defensive subs when you're down two goals I, I in an elimination that, game... But you're also not in I, that situation... If you have a player who can make something out of nothing, and I know Aronson can do that, and you shouldn't well, take him off at any time. If, if you don't... They still took 15 shots in this game and only got 4-0 in target. Well, which leads me to my gripe. 15 <laughs> shots in this game. Most were I can blocked remember by like the New two. Revolution. Yeah, yeah uh, and I, I watched one of those late crosses that came in Casper Shabilko watched the ball from the moment it left the foot 
to the time his head struck it mm. all the way through. Like, great eyes on the guy, saw it all the way through, and still hit it directly at the goalkeeper. Mm. Like, my guy, you need to be better than that. And I am now, I am now sitting here as someone who has always been anti, let's just bring in a DP striker. Mm. Because, like, I've always been against that. I have always just said, we can bring in 10 very creative, hardworking guys that can do the job and that can win you an MLS Cup. I am saying, fuck that bullshit. You need to spend that money on a DP striker. It needs to happen in 2021. Because I like Sergio Santos. I feel bad that he was not able to work into positions last night because there were so many bodies Mm -hmm. behind him Mm -hmm. that it was impossible. But Casper Shabilko... Terrible build-up play and inability to score when it matters is abysmal. And, and, and I think he saw his last game, or at least his last meaningful minutes. What? Oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck are you talking about? No, no. He's under contract for four years, man. That's super. They're going to find someone to replace him, no. and he's going to be a sub. No why would, he's going to be a sub. Why would they do that? Santos oh, you be have sub me. because he, play, he can't play over 60 minutes. That's wild. Irrelevant. That's I don't care. You need to find someone better than him. If you don't, okay. I'm Paul, I'm in a boat Paul, where you don't Paul, know how to manage a roster. Your light beer down. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna put that ultra that. down, buddy. No, I'm not. Oh, I, I have thought I, this through enough. I, was, I, I was this game say, happened I, last I was night. Right there with you. Until I was. You I was there. Casper has played his last minutes for this Yikes. team. Mean, no, all right. So then here's minutes. here's me saying his last meaningful no, minutes. So in a starting role, because this can't be the answer for the union right now. I, it can't. You, you can't get dragged into a war of attrition. He's not. He can't be right now. <laughs> that is not can't, good. Why can't he? The mentality. Okay, so per- just because cheap. he can't perform in big games doesn't mean he hasn't performed time and time again in and out during the season. When you, get- I'm saying you can find someone who can do. Both. No, when you get and they would start over Santos. Here we go. No, we want it. Yeah, no, we want. no. I don't think you look at the striker depth chart and think that Casper Shabilko is your big problem. Really, Andrew? Yeah, you still have Andrew Vood yeah. on the roster. Yeah. Oh my God. Fair enough. He's. We have already fired him into the theoretical exactly. sun. Exactly. Okay. Can very this is. This is role. where I will not draw the line on being complacent with a roster. Okay. Because a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are saying we lost this playoff game, and if you're happy about the 2020 season, you're a complacent beta fan, which is bullcrap cool. because we won the supporter shield, and that's amazing. Yeah. But you cannot get complacent with these heroes because they are used on social media platforms Kasper just because they look great. Casper Shabilko is checked out, oh, dude. Let me talk he, about this for a second. Let me talk about this for a second. Because I think, okay. I think here's the thing. Yep. You, can, you can be both right now. You can be super happy about what happened in the season overall. You know, I, I saw a post by someone. I don't remember who it was, but somebody posted a picture of the image of the guys with the names on the back at the beginning of the MLS back is back mm. tournament. Yes. You can look in moments like that and you can say the 2020 season was a great success for the union. Undoubtedly. Here's, here's, here's the problem. I am not hinging any of what happened last night on these guys' careers. No, this is, this is not, we did not see the best out of Jimmy Montero last night. We did not see the best out of, 
Mark McKenzie last night. We didn't see the best out of anybody last night. Apparently, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, the best. I, of I think some the best. Right. You've we had good, obviously you got didn't good, see the best not. out of Andre Blake. Andre Blake didn't have a bad game. We didn't see the best out of Ray Gaddis. Ray Gaddis did not have a bad game. What I what I think is, and so I I look at Shabilko's performance last night. There is every every single striker across the world uh-huh. is going to have games where they can't find the game and they can't get into the game. I've watched. I, I watched Suarez do it at Barcelona. I watched Harry Kane do it at Tottenham. Aguero do it at City. Chicharito does it all the time for the Galaxy. Right. There's just times where you can't get into. I'm not sure Chicharito is one of the best examples of this. Vela, <laughs> maybe. I don't you know. I think so. It's just to me, it's like okay, Casper had a bad game, but that is where Brendan Aronson has to show up. That's where Sergio Santos has to show up. That's where Jamiro Montero has to show up. That's where Kai Wagner has to show up. And because nobody showed up last night, it just looked terrible on everybody. Yep. Yep. And I, so I'm not going to hinge and say, okay, we need to pivot away from from Casper Shabilko. I'm totally fine saying we need a new striker next season. I'm mm-hmm. totally fine saying maybe we do bring in a DP striker next season. I don't know. It comes at the expense of Casper Shabilko. It could come at the expense of both Corey Burke and Andrew Wooten. Mm. And we see Sergio Santos, Casper Shabilko, and a DP striker. Yep in union blue next season i don't know where that striker fits into this model Mm. but i do know what i do know now is that the union have holes to fill and it's 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 a striker who can do it a little bit more consistently than casper it's a it's a hard-working midfielder who i think we have in anthony fontana but jim Curtin doesn't seem to trust it's a left back who can play and we know that matt real can but just again does Jim Curtin trust Matt Real enough to put him in there? And I, we're going to need to find a center back because if Mark McKenzie goes in January, which most people think he's going to, Probably. then can we – is Jack Elliott your answer there? Mm. But even if Jack Elliott is, you do not want your third center back being Aurelian <laughs> Collin. So mm-hmm. you have to go out and find a third center back. So, like, no, this roster isn't set next year. We're going to have to make improvements. We're going to have to whatever. But I'm not putting any of what happened last night on those guys' careers and saying their career in Union Blue is over because of what happened last night. I would just like to point out that you said in filling the striker role that you said someone more consistent than Casper Shabilko, and you didn't say someone like Sergio Santos. Because I don't know Because Sergio Santos is not be. more consistent than Casper no. Shabilko. Obviously not, but I'm saying if you're going to buy a DP striker and you're going to instantly plug him into the system that has proven to work, who are you taking off the field? Okay, but in less the team, consistent striker. In the team that I follow... Which across, is Casper Shabelko! In the team that I follow, Sergio Santos, across the pond, Sergio Santos is your Lucas Mora and your Gareth Bale, not your Harry Kane. I don't mind if we go out and find a new Harry Kane who's scoring every game and then you have your backup in Casper Shabilko and then you have this change of pace striker in Sergio Santos who can provide something totally different to your offense uh, I'm totally fine with that I don't need Sergio Santos to be a consistent goal scorer what I do need is a consistent goal scorer I so I, I think the the other thing that I think holds true to echo the point of I don't want to blame everyone's performance on like season performance on one game is if you're Bruce Arena today or, or by the time you're listening to this, if you're Bruce Arena and you, you're at Thanksgiving or what have you, you got what you wanted. Yep. Because I think he went into this game saying, as long as we can have them have an off night, 
we'll be okay. Yep. And you got yep. that. And that's I great. Mean, in reality, and you got you dragged played... into this weird war of attrition. They hit you quick. You made their center backs try to hit 35-yard balls all game, apparently. Again, I actually didn't watch it, I promise. Um, and you got what you wanted. You got this weird, gross war of attrition in MLS 1.0 nonsense, and you let the other team get dragged into it, which you've tried six times, by the way. Um, it just worked this time, and that's all that matters. Um, to the other point, I think... I don't need Sergio Santos. I don't even need Corey Burke to be these huge 20-goal volume scorers if they're versatile players. Mm -hmm. If you can plug in Burke off to the wing, and if you can plug Santos off to the wing, which you can, you've done it, that's cool. I I don't want to bring in a DP striker. Well... And I guess there's a number of goals that I don't know yet that I would actually take in a trade-off in a way. I don't necessarily want a DP striker to come in and just be a one-position guy. I want to be able to bring in a guy that can play up top and on both wings. I mean, and that, I, can if, be, and that can easily be a DP striker. It can cause... be. Oh, it totally can be. But I just think that you're a club that has always built yourself on... Ale Bedoya has never played one position. Brendan Aronson hasn't really ever played one position. They've switched him around a couple times. Montero's not a guy that plays one position. Burke isn't a guy that plays one position. Even, you know, Matt Rial and Mark McKenzie, to an extent, have not played one position. So I'm I'm cool with DP striker, but I don't want him to just be like 36-year-old Zlatan who just sits and scores 800 goals a year. I'll, I'll take it. The good thing is that at least doesn't exist in Philly because they that's fair. wouldn't do something like that. That's fair. And, and I think that's where the... Um, the, the style of the team lends itself well to buying somebody in a DP forward position because you can really broaden your search. Um, but I'm not sitting here being like, and that guy needs to come in and kill Casper Shabilko. Because that's, no. that's kind of dumb. Well, I mean, okay. none of us okay. that are left here right now are oh. saying that. Oh, did the bad guy leave? He might have. I don't, oh, the mean one I mean, left. I don't. Okay. I don't know if he had an internet outage or it just uh, dropped. Well, we just kicked but him. Um, convenient timing. Well, that worked out great. Yeah. So Paul's take about uh, telling Casper Shabilko he's terrible and should be replaced is uh, is bad. Um, objectively. But that's why For- we. That's why we have the people we have on the show is because we all have very unique, interesting, different. It is, yeah. It is nice to get a different view of everything. And I mean, I am. I'm both. Like, concer- no, you I, shouldn't be happy well, about any of those performances last night. I'm but both like, concerned and not concerned. Sure, because I believe in this front office to go out and make proper moves with whatever money they are given. Because unfortunately, they are probably not going to be given as much of the Brendan Aronson money as we would like them to be. Oh, of course not. Yeah, yeah. Especially since they've had no fans and there's still operational costs to pay. Blah blah blah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but considering Brendan Aronson is not going to be the only player to be sold this winter, because mm-hmm. hopefully Kai Wagner will be on that list as well. Mark McKenzie, more likely than not, will be on that list. And we have seen young center back prospects linked to this team. I forget um, the guy's name, but there was a guy in Argentina who was linked at one point. There probably will be more. And yes. the new center back doesn't need to be a starter because. Jack Elliott naturally is a perfectly fine left-sided center back. Yep. I mean, here's the thing for me, and and last night, 
Last night is what it is. I mean, the thing that I've realized more than anything, following the teams that I do, when you follow the Union, when you follow the Pittsburgh Riverhounds, mm-hmm. when you follow Tottenham, you realize it's hard to win championships. Yes. It, it just is. It's it's not. It's never easy to win a championship, no matter how easy it looks in the playoffs, no matter how easy other teams have made it look. Yep. It's not easy to win championships. Only one team gets to do it. And so I'm totally fine with us getting knocked out in the play. I'm not happy about the way we got knocked out. I'm not happy about the game last night. I'm not happy about the performances last night. However, I do think um, I, I do think what last night hinges on for me is the comeback next year, right? And so if, if, if next year is another step for this franchise, next year we go out, we have hopefully a closer to full season. Mm. Hopefully it's one of these seasons where we get the schedule at the beginning of the year and are able to play that schedule and we don't have to play the Revs five times. Well, we're in CCL, um, so we're going to be starting early. There's that yes. too. Plus we have that. So I would just like to see this team take a step and take another step. So uh-huh. if that's two playoff wins, if that's a finals appearance, if that's um, a more <laughs> kind of definitive supporter shield win. If that's, um, well, what if it's just another, like, your top four in your conference and you only have to think about it year? I would take that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, I would just, take, you're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, yeah, and no one. You know, you're gonna, you're, you know, several weeks out, you're gonna host a home playoff game because yeah. it's very unlikely that you're gonna like. Or just you're in the conversation of okay, the best teams in the East are X, Y, Philly, Z. Yeah, we yeah. just can't go back to. Oh, hey, we almost made the playoffs oh, if we had won two Oh, hey, games, here's a decision day game against Columbus that really matters. Yeah, which I mean, I don't Columbus. Yeah, I don't I right. don't think we I don't think we roll back that far. Sure. Um because everything in this system for the most part is repeatable enough that mm. at minimum this should be a top 14 next year. Even Next with, year. even though we don't even know, with, maybe what like, don't know, maybe what like, two, well, a third of the roster well, is going to actually look like, they should still be fine moving forward. I'm very interested to see what the new homegrowns bring, home bring, especially since, especially since Paxton, Paxton is arguably, arguably a better prospect a better at this prospect age than Brendan was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I mean, that's going to be gonna super be interesting. Super it's going to be super interesting what they do with those homegrowns that they're signing in January because I think what makes it interesting is there's not Union 2 playing a USL season that will allow those guys to grow. So do those guys get loaned out to a USL franchise for the year to cut some minutes there while they continue to grow? You know, I don't know what the answer is, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, I just hope that this team continues to grow and continues to take steps forward. And, and I, I think that I, if I we think continue if we to do that, do like that, if we continue like to continue take these to steps take... forward that we've been doing for the past three or so years, mm-hmm. we will win a championship at some point. Hmm. We will win MLS Cup at some point. Well, but we, did we win have a to championship. continue to make these steps. Yeah. I mean, yes, we won the Sporters Shield. Not saying we did. But I'm just saying we will win MLS Cup, which some people seem to think is better than Supporters Shield for some odd reason. 
And also, anyone who says the supporter shield is not a real trophy that we should be celebrating, aka stupid people on Facebook, take a lap. Welcome back, Paul. Welcome back. Hi, welcome back. I have about 4% on my battery, and I'm really sorry that I bowed out. It's all right. Do we you didn't have make fun of your take about Casper. Do you have any, do you have any thoughts about... Uh, I mean, we have plenty of time to figure that out obviously because we'll have a couple months before anything really happens but do you have any thoughts about what do you want out of the team going into next year yes um i didn't hear anything you guys said That's to right. counter my casper argument so i'm gonna assume we just that shot I won into that the argument. ground i'll just yeah, say that you won. You won. <laughs> i'm, I'm so kidding I, i'm so kidding guys like obviously this is very reactionary and we see what happens yeah, yeah. like i said something line. about how i'm not a guy that wants to see the dp come in and shoot casper in the face or something so. okay fair enough um, well, obviously Sugarman's going to take a huge chunk of this money, so we need to once again use this money efficiently, which sucks. But I mean, are you? Are it's going to be it's going to be more than we're used to having. So clearly, upgrade upgrades can be made. Um, guys with attitude issues need to get it figured out uh, because clearly this was a mentality thing that Jim Curtin can only do so much about, and what we saw in that game was not the Philadelphia Union that was able to turn their home stadium into a fortress mm. and even go on the road and get results. It just was not the case. So this roster is going to have to adapt. Mm. Ernst Tanner is going to have to do a pretty damn good job to rebolster this entire team. With more money. Um, yeah, you know, like obviously the good core comes back, but changes are going to be na- need to be made. And that's just how MLS is always going to be. It's going to have to be an adapting league. Um, I would like to point out to the people that are calling this season an abject failure. That's a fun one. Uh, They can fuck off. Um, I just... Yes. Walk (laughs) into open water and don't stop. Uh, My response is a little bit more tame, uh, but still fun. Go say that to one of the guys in the team. I mean, <laughs> you won't be able to, but but try. Yeah, see how far that gets you. I mean, I saw one that one thing on social media that was talking about the fact that Andre Blake lifted the fake supporter shield, and that basically that was uh, signifying to the egg that they laid this week. Like, no, <laughs> I mean that's that's not how this that's works. Cute. I, I am astonished at how amazing Union fans are able to be so bad at this. Like, I, I mean, that's a, taking a season that is, why, why is inherently successful. Paul, you're, you're from Jersey. And, how is this surprising to you? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, No, New because, York, like, Rimble. maybe this is different. Look. Yeah. No. Look at this beautiful trophy no. that we gave you guys. Isn't this amazing? Just Isn't just this really people, cool that we won this great thing? No, fuck you. The unions aren't a Philly team because they play yeah. in Chester doesn't mean All they the aren't treated are Philly like fans. a Philly team. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, I really like that. <laughs> but it, anyway, it's just before like, we. Uh... Any team, any year in which your team wins a trophy is yep. unequivocally a success. Good year. Any mm. team, mm-hmm. in which, any year in which your team gets a record sale not only yep. for your team but yep. for the MLS the, the league that they play it is a success this was mm-hmm. a good year for the union it does not have the ending that we wanted it to have but also historically 
any neither time of any of the other seasons. The supporter shield. This one's not different. Yeah, it su- it sucks that these people aren't well versed in MLS lore and just couldn't have seen this coming. But yeah. it just happened a lot quicker than people anticipated. So, and guess what? You have to deal with it. Yes, Justin. In wrap up to this yeah, game, please. I have to. I do have to mention one thing because we talked about it on our group chat that you were not a part of, Evan, yeah, because yeah, we didn't want to reveal anything to no, you. No, no. Uh, but. Obviously, our Golden Conceição goes to the whole Union team because of what mm. happened last night. But if I can give a secondary Golden Conceição yes. out for last night's game, you count. Uh, what, to someone not named Kai Wagner. No, no. Uh, the yeah, to someone not named Kai Wagner. Uh, the uh, the announcing team last night oh, was no. objectively <laughs> bad. Atrocious. <laughs> Like, and to hear that from Alejandro Moreno, oh no. former Union, oh great. no, oh yeah, my Ale- God, he was terrible. He's actually bad. So he is it was actually bad. It was making me so frustrated. Like at halftime, and then you know what before the game, and then at halftime when they cut to John Champion and Taylor Twelman, who were doing Ooh. the Seattle LA game after the Union yes, game, yes, yes. to know that we were getting Alejandro Moreno. <laughs> Wait, so who was? It was Moreno, and who else? Um, uh, I forget. Who cares? It was bad. That's fair. We only <laughs> heard Moreno. Oh one well, of Bri- yeah. one of the British guys who announces for ESPN who all sound the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. I um, mean, it, it yeah. was it was like object. It was it was like he was trying to prove that he wasn't biased toward the union. Okay. But by the way, he did that was just that tearing the, the other union apart at every. I love it. That's at good. every he, place, that guys. He I think I've heard him say, "I don't know why he's complaining." That's clearly a foul, and I'm sitting at home going, "What the hell are you uh, looking the, at?" <laughs> the worst one. The worst one of that was the Jamiro kick out when he's like, "Oh, Jamiro oh, clearly kicked out." I'm like, he didn't kick out. He tried to flip over so he could flip the guy off of him as he's laying on top of him. That's yeah. not a kick out. Kick yeah. out at all. <laughs> that took me. That took me back to uh, red card in Atlanta from a couple years ago. Mm. Like listening to them go, yeah. That I mean, clearly he was trying yeah, to be yeah. violent there. No, you're trying to stop a guy from crushing you. So, <laughs> so in conclusion, very glad we have the commentary team for as for as weird sometimes as as Tommy can get. Very glad oh. we have the people that we have. Oh, for sure. On the headset. Sure. Yeah, count your blessings there. Top to bottom. Here's hoping. Here's hoping we get some Sheen in, in the future because right. he's content. Right. He's kicking around the tires, yeah. and that would be well received. JP is such a professional. JP is phenomenal. So Dave Leno is nothing so if not professional. I, yeah. We are very spoiled to have two very, very, very good, and if if you don't like Dave, at least very, 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 very well prepared. It's okay. Mo will be back soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, disappointment all around. Yes. But sure. I'm sure we will have about 800 things to say when roster moves come out and when we uh, when we figure out what's going to happen next year. And we have some Champions League football, which, you know, there you go. There's something to hang your head on. Not too many teams in MLS get to play that. Yeah, not really. Yeah. And so talk about it's going to be fun to see how the union handles multiple and competitions great random revenue yeah yeah so uh it's always nice yeah two nothing loss sucks supporter shield win very cool 
Very yeah, cool. I mean, I think at some point this offseason we need to kind of we've kind of mentioned how good this season has been. We overall. need to really at some point we need to do a season wrap up show that yeah. we really talk yeah, about. Yeah. That now. might have to be uh, after we're done licking our wounds here a little bit. That might have to be the next yeah. one. Yeah, I, and I and I promised myself that I would make exactly zero Ray Gaddish jokes tonight, which is actually the number of goals he scored in the twenty twenty MLS season. So, you know, I, you I was going to refrain from that. Made a so. Ray Gaddish joke. Oh, did I? I didn't even I notice. Did. Paul, do you want to do a victory lap real quick one time? You. I don't know. Yeah. If it if it wasn't not advised to go to different states, I would come to Jersey and punch you. I would think about it. Okay, yeah, don't do that though, because like you know, it. pandemic, Chuck. Don't oh, be I'm, irresponsible. I'm, I'm aware. I should be in Pennsylvania tomorrow, but instead I'm home in Baltimore. There you go. Oh, that's a shame. Too bad you won't be able to smack me. Hey, everybody. Uh, have a weird Thanksgiving, by the way. Have a safe Evan. Thanksgiving. You, you have a weird Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'll be at work. Ten people or less. If I see 11, I'm calling the police. Yep, that's sounds going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Feel free to, I don't know, rant at VFTB pod. Let us know how you feel. Let us Actually, know. please yeah, let, let us, us, us know how you feel, honestly. Let us know I how you feel. Dude, scream at us. And then holler. And then if I don't like how you feel... I'll respond. Yeah, we'll just Ooh, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll deal with those. Get Chuck with. angry. Um, yeah, let us know. Uh, let us know how you're feeling. At the FTB Pod, don't be a stranger. We'll talk to you when you're older. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge. Seriously, we could not do this without you guys, and of course the help of our network and our sponsors. Um, we love being a part of the Beautiful Game Network. Everything from soccer writing, podcasts, and other awesome content. You gotta check out BGN at bgn.fm. So much great stuff there. We want to thank our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves. They have every team you can think of from MLS to USL and US soccer in there as well. Um, Custom scarves for your team, any group, anything you want to do, hit them up. Uh, roughneckscarves.com try and outfit your team group or realistically whatever even your podcast like us in something totally unique for, um, that's not one of the ni- cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas then maybe you should try out Icarus FC where our boy Robbie can help you with creating the kit of your dreams at an affordable price let him help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com You can find us lots of places on the internet as well. You can listen to the pod on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcast. To help others find us, subscribe to the show, and please leave us a review. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at VFTBpod. Let us know how we're doing and what you want to hear us talk about. And you can also email us at VFTBpod at gmail.com. We love doing this for free, independent of, of, you know big networks and things like that you know we don't have nbc or, or comcast or the team telling us what to do and we're keeping it that way we want to be the guys at the bar that are just kind of talking union that sort of know what they're talking about keep that between us hey um and, and we love your support we really appreciate the listens and the views and everything's like that but 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 if you want to go that extra mile take that that really crazy unnecessary step the one that makes us freak out all the time you can check out two things the first one Pick up some of our merch on Design Tree, dsgntree.com backslash VFTB. We've got the 
Kurt and Tanner 2020 shirt. We've got the Skill Senior shirt. We've got the logo shirts, which are beautiful. And hoodies and long sleeves, too. So, you know, winter heating up in the spring. Not as cold. Still going to be chilly a couple times. Go sort yourself out. Get some merch. And the other one, if you just want to throw us a couple bucks and be done with it, you can. Ko-fi.com slash VFTBpod. That is ko-fi.com slash VFTBpod. Throw us a couple bucks, buy us around, whatever. We'll be appreciative of you regardless, just for listening. But if you want to go above and beyond, and hey, you know, let us know when you donate. We'll uh, we'll do something for you. We'll we'll uh, we'll throw you some stickers or, or things of that like. Anyway, until next time.